Welcome to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and today we are speaking to Amber McHugh of NiceOps.com. We get into a whole bunch of different super geeky topics like planners, using offline planners, online planners, the secrets of really successful people, and how to grow your business. I mean, what more could you want in an episode? So sit back, relax, and enjoy this little bit of a longer one. This is a great one to listen to if you're driving around in your car today. So crank up the uh, radio, plug it in, do whatever you got to do to hear this, and I will see you inside. So... Amber, I'm just going to jump right in here and say that uh, I want, I'm so happy that you're on the show with me today because I have, and I've been using this word way too much and it's very, uh, what is that movie with, uh, God, it's silence. It's very silence of the lambs and that sounds so disturbing, but because at the end of that movie, they use the word covet. What you covet is what you, like what you look at. So I've been coveting your business a lot because I love what you do with your branding. I see what you do with your teams. I see your launches. I'm like, dang, this girl's got it. So anyways, I'm excited to chat with you uh, today about some of those topics. And I am crazy pumped, and that means a lot coming from you because I have crazy high respect for you. So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm relishing that a little bit. That was nice to hear. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no, like I, uh, well, I recently told, and I don't know if you know her, but I feel like you might. Like Val Geisler, do you know her? She's I do. you do. Yeah. So she like is another person who I look at. Um, it's because I want my branding personally to be more visual. And more like sleek. And I just, you know, I think I was on your Pinterest. I don't know. I was watching your Pinterest, you liking things or pinning things, or I don't know what I was doing where I kept seeing you pin stuff. And maybe it was like a long time ago, but I was like, yeah, I like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. So I, I just like your visual style. Well, and I'll let you in on, uh, I can let you in on some of my secret boards too, because there's more <laughs> happening back there. Oh my gosh, please do. I'm like, no, don't do it. And like Denise Duffield Thomas, I saw her liking stuff. I'm like, oh, I like that same stuff. I guess, I guess that whole rustic kind of glamour thing is working yeah, here. Exactly. That's a good description of it. Right. Like, a little, like I've got a, a farm, like, well, we couldn't find a farm a table or a barn door. I was, I've been looking for a barn door for years. So we made our own. I got, we got some very cheap maple wood from Home Depot and we beat it up on our own and we stained it on our own and we made it look like a, a barn door. But then next to it, I have like the crystal, not real crystal, but fake crystal <laughs> chandelier <laughs> in my kitchen. And I love that mix, but yeah, rustic glamour. What did you say? Rustic glamour, rustic glamour, glamour. because I love that. I am, I'm right now just looking at my desk because it just happens to be something that I inherited when Dennis's, my, my husband's parents moved here and it's just not my style. I like weathered beaten, but then at the same time, I would like to have like, you know, little monogrammed mugs and like little white. So it's definitely a mix of that kind of preppy rustic kind yes. of ish thing. I love that. So, um, but okay. So first of all, I wanted to talk to you today about planners because Ooh. I know you, well, if, if anybody hasn't 
taken part in the planathon that you do every year. I think it's amazing. I love it. And uh, so I know you like, I know you must like planners. I know you must purchase, purchase planners. Maybe you don't, maybe you just make your own. I want to know. No, I definitely don't make my own. And it's funny, my clients last year were like, oh, you need to, you need to make some, are you taking notes? Are you going to create what exactly what we want? I'm like, I'm probably not. Like I was taking notes and I was kind of watching and thinking about it, but I do, I have a, like I create on our own, a think about the year ahead, like plan mm-hmm. and strategize and kind of put, put some uh, things together so you can get in action in the year ahead. But from a planner perspective, there is some really good stuff out there. And I have enough trouble choosing. <laughs> so you I'm know, not going to put my own into the mix. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, and, and in fact, lately, I've been thinking about that same potential thing, doing uh, some sort of paper planning physical product. But I've, I've noticed that, too. There is a lot out there. There's some really amazing stuff. So good. I mean, and honestly, going back to like old school Franklin Covey, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm trying to get myself back into managing my day on that model. And if people aren't familiar, it's a fabulous model where you sort of prioritize what you're supposed to do and you've got your must do's, should do, although I don't love that word. Mm-hmm. And then now oh, if it doesn't happen, it's okay. And then you, you know, you delegate certain things and check mark if it's done. And of course, I'm big into the delegation. And um, so I'm taking myself back to that model and that helps me get focused every day as well. But I learned, started with Franklin Covey actually when I was in high school. Oh my gosh, I'm such I a I did geek. it too. I did, did it you? too. Yes. I was, I was really into those, those, I just loved the planners. I loved that, their structure and everything that they did. Franklin, and then there's Whitney English and Emily Lay. And yeah. I, this year I'm testing, um, oh, where is it? I don't have it in front of I me. Just, but- I just discovered bullet journaling. I was like oh my God, this is interesting. This bullet journal, if you ever get a chance to go there, bulletjournal.com, it's really, it's an interesting way to just use a plain notebook. You know, I think I did go to that website and it's like, does he use, um, like he numbers the pages and. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, I don't know if I'm going to hang with it, but I just kind of did a test for, for January. Dude, I'm going off the deep end with planners right now. I actually discovered this one girl. I want to totally give a shout out to her because she, I think her business is not planning. Oh, her, I, I even have the video still set up, set here on my, one of my tabs. Her channel is May Bad, M-A-E-B-A-D. And she is, she's a planner freak, but, um, So she shows all of her, she has three different planners that she uses during the year. And one of them, the bullet journaling is what she does to just capture ideas. So that, and, and then she may put them into her editorial calendar or she may put them into her actual schedule, but she uses it in a slightly different way. I think that's probably a smart idea. Yeah. One of the things that stood out to me was that he numbered his pages and there was a little table of contents. Like, you know, a table of contents would serve me well in my journals because sometimes I put a little post-it note on something or I fold a page in, um, but a table of contents would help me get to that stuff easier. I'm going to do that, Anne. Yeah. I mean, I just, I just tried it out. Of course, I also go a little bit too far in like, I, I get, I get attached to how I want it to look. So I... I saw that she was using these cute little pocket journal things that, well, after a little searching, because, you know, we always end there and I'm always looking for like, what did she use? How do I get that? And I found them at their, one of those little 
kitschy things that they sell at J. Crew, actually, which is very bizarre. Um, these little pocket journals, and that's what she uses for them. So I'm like, hmm, I'll try this. Um, another piece, not just the index, which I think is really cool, is on the inside cover, you can put like a little key. So if you want to do tasks as a box, arrows or errands or, you know, priority is maybe a star, you know, there can you can have like a little key to remind you what the different things are throughout the book, throughout the journal, which is really interesting, I think. Yeah, I completely do that. I started that back in my Franklin Covey days, too. An arrow forward. And actually, they do this. An arrow forward is it's moving to the next day. Right. I delegated it, so I don't have to worry about it anymore. Check mark, obviously complete. And open box, if, if I have nothing there, it's like, oh, got to do it. But then with all those check marks and squares, it can get a little cluttered. So then I just put an open box. Like, don't forget, this one's still open. Oh, and a dot is in progress. Yeah. You know that I actually went to one of those uh, in-person one-day Franklin Covey? You did not. (laughs) I did because I was like, ooh, I get a free planner. (laughs) I'm such a nerd. Oh, my God. That was so long ago. I mean, that was, I think, I mean, I don't even know when it was. That was how long it was ago. Yeah, it was probably, I mean, if I think about when I first started using them, and I know they were out before I started using them. I wasn't a trendsetter or anything. Mm -hmm. It was 20, oh my gosh, 20 years ago. Oh, it's definitely in my 20s for sure. Holy moly. Maybe even, I don't know. I definitely knew I was, I was definitely not an early adopter or something like that. Thankfully, (laughs) we're not that far gone. Um, (laughs) But, um, so, but, um, okay, I can't even tell you why I just laughed at that. Um, (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have to. So my husband and I are really late. So you think that I'm really up on my planning and I have really good time management. We are just now watching the nine years of How I Met Your Mother. And there's a, there's an episode where uh, Robin says, but um, on her news broadcast. Anyways, that's why I laughed because that's how much we're watching it. Okay. <laughs> how I Met Your Mother. That's the one with Doogie Howser in it, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't watch it very often, but when I catch it, I like it. Yeah. Well, we're watching it on Netflix, so it just keeps going. <laughs> Anyways, so, but when I'm not watching How I Met Your Mother, I'm looking up planners. And um, the other thing, I actually just got the Day Designer, which I love. I love the Day Designer. I'm still a little nervous using it. Like, it's so pretty. <laughs> It's so pretty. Did you get colorful pens to use too? Oh, I got colorful pens. You probably saw my washi tape. I'm I'm fully I'm actually using my washi tape now in my bullet journal because I'm like, I gotta use this. Um it's hard to write on though. It like uh It is there a special washi tape pens. Okay, so I have a long process for using the washi tape, which is just taping it on. I write it really quick and then I put a piece of clear tape over it so I don't smudge it. But thank you for letting me know that. I will make a note to pick up. Some I didn't water. know someone put a link up in the 2015 Planathon group. That's how I found out. It was it's a it's a rabbit hole of a link. So yeah. I'll just try and find the one specific link you need. To oh my goodness. Okay, so planning all that. Tell tell me about actually why why you decided to do a planathon. I mean, it seems supernatural and obvious to me that you would do it. But why? What what got you decided thinking about doing that in the first place? Absolutely. So it was the fall of 2012. Yeah, it was 2012 
winter, fall 2012. And I saw people start to ask questions about their plans and where do I go to plan and what should I think about? And I'm like, oh, I, we do this. We do, I do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, going to do that next year. So I didn't do anything for the first three to six months. I just sort of planted the seeds in my head. And it was July 2012. Oh my gosh, this feels forever. No, it was July 2013. And I was like, all right, I got to get my plan on. Like, I've got to get organized. I've got some ideas around this. I'm going to do my mid-year is the new new year plan. And I went through um, oh, uh, the planning guide that we have that accompanies the planathon, And I created that. And I thought, well, now what am I going to do? Like, I've got this created. So that was July 2013. Like, I got to wrap something around it to, like, launch it and really plan with people, regardless of if they got the, the book or not. Um, and so we came up with the planathon concept. And I really wanted it to be, like, a marathon. And it's, as you know, mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. videos for five days, one week, five videos a day, every hour from 10 to two. And you know, they're, they're supposed to be like five minutes long, but everyone goes over. (laughs) And if you're like, I went a little over, I'm like, join the club, honey. (laughs) You're like, tell it to me. I know I'm there. We're all there. So, So it really feels like it's a lot of content, but the videos are up the whole time. And I really encourage people as they're going through that. And like, there are some must do videos, but like you talk about launching in it, by the way, the 2014 and the 2015 video you did amazing. And people went back to them all year, which is what I encourage. Like if you're not, you're not launching in Q1, skip this video come back to it. Although yours 2014, they should not skip because that's like to plan a launch for anything. I need, yeah. So there are some that like are relevant for anything. So that, but you know, if you're not launching, don't worry about, you know, X, Y, Z, or if, if your money is under control, skip this video Mm -hmm. because I want people to like stay in action on the important stuff and keep moving ahead on the important stuff and sort of disregard the rest. So it was very much run like a planathon. People like, I can't keep up. I'm like, well, don't. Stop. <laughs> yeah, well, don't try. Yeah, you know what I really love about how it's set up too? And I thought, I mean, it's just brilliant because it just keeps everybody in the same place. You post the videos in there, in the Facebook group. Um, there is no site for it, is there? Except for the maybe the lead page to get into the sequence there is in the that. first place. Yeah. Um but so that's why I think it's really easy. And so many people, you know, even in this most recent round of fearless launching, they had this whole complex, free week long thing they might have been doing. And I think it asks people to do too much almost to like read the email, click the link, go there, watch that video, you know, instead of just saying, you know, every day it's there, go, go to the Facebook group, it's gonna be there and go watch it. Um, and you know, the simplicity almost surprises people. They're like, where do I go? I'm like, you're here. This is it. <laughs> you're <laughs> <then> actually here. <laughs> I, can't, I keep going over to YouTube to watch these. I'm like, why? They're all on Facebook. I was trying to avoid sending you all over the internet. Like, keep it simple. You're busy enough as it is. And she's like, oh, well, I'm on mobile. So that's something to know for next year. I guess the videos weren't showing up for her in mobile on Facebook. So these are the things we learn. Interesting. Interesting. I got to test that. Yeah, you know, I actually didn't, I didn't, I don't remember if I watched the mobile or not, to be yeah. honest. Um, but I loved it. And I, I have to say, as a participant, as someone who participated, but also had had videos in, in this year and last year, you know, I was 
both times I was so pleasantly surprised. I was like, okay, this is a lame video. Here you go, Amber. But here's my lame video. And then there's like all these comments. I'm like, oh, I feel loved. These are my peeps. I love you guys. And I got to tell you, both years, a couple of videos I put up, I'm like, I wonder, I I don't know. I just don't know what people are going to say to this. (laughs) But they love it. It's And I love it. I love watching, you know, and of course there's always that hesitation with the videos I put up, like, okay, I'm standing on my head in one of the videos. Cause I joked around that like, let's make this entertaining for the guests and <laughs> nobody did it. So I didn't want to leave people hanging. <laughs> and I, um, yeah, it's uh, doing a strength, like being vulnerable. And that's a challenge for me too. Cause how vulnerable do you get? How much do you put out there? Or how relaxed do you get? But I, we don't have to overcomplicate things. So I try where I can to keep it simple. And, yeah. and my, one of the mottos I have to repeat back to myself is, it's not that deep, Amber. It's not that deep. Yeah. You know, so. actually, I say something similar to myself, like, we're not curing cancer here. Like, you know. Exactly. <laughs> and and uh, actually, it's possible that Laura Roeder said that to me many times, you know, because she definitely is one to keep things simple and and not work on weekends and not work late and not freak out if something like doesn't go as planned. She's like, it's changeable and we're not curing cancer here, people. Um, So, so that's why I always, you know, I, of course I, I don't want to downplay the the stress that people feel when they're, when they're planning, but at the same time, I I always want to like kind of throw that in there to remind them, guys, you know, hello, you don't have to go crazy on this. So. Yeah. And, I, you know, I'm, it's not downplaying it. In my opinion, hearing you say that, I'm like, oh, yeah, good reminder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's deep. And it is stressful. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So, okay, so you did the planathon, But before that, didn't you do clone camp before that? So yeah. you kind of knew that this structure was like you, it was kind of good for you. It worked for you in a way. Like you knew the social aspect of, I think, worked. I did. And, you know, I really wanted a place, again, keeping it simple. Here's where we're going to be. And I will meet you there. And I like having, engaging with people in, you know, one simple space because I like to hang out with people. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're doing this, let's do it. I'm not just putting content up so people can watch it. I want to hang out with them. Right. <laughs> of course. You. Like, how's it going? What are your planning struggles? Because I really enjoy this. So I kind of get in on it. So, and yeah, clone camp. Okay. Clone camp is yeah. We've done that two years as well. And um, actually, that was the first. So right before the planathon, so that was 2013, right? Planned for 2014. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That summer, we did the 2013 clone camp. And that was fun. There were people off skinny dipping after I called lights out and a bunch of misbehaviors. <laughs> but <laughs> trying to keep it light and keep it fun because it, it is stressful. Um, yeah. But we you know, I try to bring some of that levity back to it. Maybe that's one of the reasons I love Jessica Kupferman so much. I like the funny. I'm not a very funny person. Yeah. You like it when it's light and yeah. yeah. No, I mean the, you know, and if I were to look at both of those essentially free events and free, you know, week long, or I think clone camp was only a week, right? I think it was a week. Yeah. Um, Clone Camp was definitely more involved because you had videos and I think you did like a, I want to say spree cast or something like that. Um, How did, how did they, did you, did you purposely decide to make Planathon more simple than Clone Camp or? Well, you know, honestly, Clone Camp was easier. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, because you didn't have to deal with anybody submitting videos and preparing those and getting those all ready. Yeah. And that, 
Yeah, exactly. Preparing those people turning in and, you know, handing off their videos so they could get on stage with us in the planathon. Pretty easy. People got them on time or oh, I'm running a little bit behind. No problem. Of course, we build a little wiggle room in and it's okay. What was the pain there was putting on the bumpers and the first year uploading them caused us a lot of issues, but Facebook fixed that. So midweek through the first year, I'm like, oh my gosh, I need help. And I called uncle and I called in my team and, and called for some help. Um, and then it worked out. And we reset the systems entirely for this year's Planathon, 2015 Planathon. And that was dreamy. But Clone Camp was easy because it was just me doing the videos. It was one video a day, but you're right. We did have bonfires on Spreecast. And that was easy too, though, because that was just me showing up and engaging with people and answering questions and sharing some content. Um, so that felt easier. How is Spreecast? Oh, I really like Spreecast, but they just changed their pricing models. So mm. not so not so free anymore. And their paid plans are not as robust as I would like for, I think it's like 50 bucks a month, but it doesn't have, they don't have enough uh, functionality. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've been using GoToWebinar and I really wish that I could just get the Hangout thing down yeah, so that it works well. But I feel, I really feel strongly about like, if you use Hangout, I kind of feel like you need someone else in the room with you. Yeah. To kind of, uh, and I, I've only seen, the only person I've seen use it well consistently is John Lee Dumas when he does his weekly podcast thing. Oh. And it is live. I mean, he, he does it live every week, but he has his, his girlfriend who's his part, his business, you know, associate as well in there. And she's able to kind of see what the delay is. Do yeah. You know what I mean, when so. I do a hangout. I do have two computers up and I've used webinar jam for that more recently before I just set it up on my own. Um, but I have a computer up and one on mute so I can see the delay and it, it's noticeable. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at a couple of others outside of go to webinar cause go to webinar is a little mm-hmm. pricey. Yeah. I just happen to have this old promo. Uh, okay. It's like 75 a month. And I, I, and I have activated it and deactivated it multiple times. I pretty much just go dark after fearless launching. <laughs> so it's only really active, like a few months at a time. And they still give you the deal. Uh-huh. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yes. And it's a thousand person one. So it's like the biggest one that usually costs like 500 bucks a month or something. It's oh. crazy. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to keep riding the wave. <laughs> that coupon code. <laughs> but since I don't have it, I am looking at a couple of alternatives. Um, like I wish what? I knew their names off the top of my head. One might be Meeting Burner. Is there one that I, I need to look at this one that I saw Whitney English and Emily Lay. They were using something. It's Adobe. another meeting platform. Somebody, I've seen um, some people use Adobe Connect recently. I didn't love that. That was yeah. a little too chaotic. Meeting burner. I'll tell you, I Googled, well, WebEx back in the day. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like, I wonder what WebEx is up to these days. So I looked at that and I wasn't quite sold on that, but I looked up WebEx alternatives and they compete, you know, very similar model to go to webinar. And I got some great options. Um, meeting burner was one, but I don't think that's the one I'm going with, man. Yeah. I'll give you, I'll find the links. Can I give them to you for show notes? Yes, please do. I want to, I definitely want to know them for myself too. I know, 
I know Meeting Burner had really great support. And then recently, one of the launchers in Fearless Launching, um, Liz Lockard, had such a bad experience on a live web or like on her main live webinar for oh, no. her launch. And she couldn't get in touch with anybody. And it was just. Um, was that with Meeting? Meeting Burner, yeah. Oh, bummer. Okay. Honestly, it's not the first time I've seen like a bad webinar on that. And that's why oh. I want Google Hangouts to work. I really I do. Um, so, but I'm, I just, I'm, I know that I need uh, either, yeah, like what you said, two computers open, which would not be difficult in my house, but I just wasn't even thinking about, yeah, maybe I could be the second person. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still hard. Mm-hmm. And, and even managing the conversation, like, okay, keep talking, but I'm waiting for a question yeah. or for an answer. It's it's awkward. It is. You're not sure like how long ago they answered the question. You end the web you end your own broadcast at like ten thirty and they're still on there for like a few more minutes or even five minutes or something <laughs> it's a long delay. It is long. Maybe it's not five minutes, but it feels like it's long. Um, So that's cool. Can I ask you what other systems you use? I mean, I know some of them, but I'm curious, like, when you switched over to certain ones. So, like, you're using Infusionsoft, right? I am. Yeah. And how long have you been using them? I've been using Infusionsoft for a year now. Yeah. Um, uh, Actually, maybe not quite a year pretty close to a year. And I could probably still be getting by with MailChimp, but I knew I was going to want it soon. And I wanted to start setting up my systems and my workflow and, and optimizing and segmenting for growth. So, um, I made that jump a little bit earlier than I probably needed to, but I'm glad I did. Mm -hmm. Same here. I, I mean, I made it only because I'd been using it you know, yeah. with the with the LKR team. And it just like, I knew it. I knew what it was capable of, even though I wasn't really, and I'm probably still not, I know I'm not using it to its fullest right now, for sure. Me um, but I get so excited when I want to use like, some logic. And we have something in Freshly Implemented that wraps around accountability. So did you get, did, you know, did you, what are you going to do this week? Did you do what you said you were going to do? And then we're going to build in some new stuff next year where we follow up. You didn't do it. You know, why not? And I'm so excited. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm excited, too, about, like, reminders that you can, if someone wants to sign up for texting, uh, text Wait, reminders. Do they add text? Well, there is a really good integration um, with that call loop company. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. So, and call loop is is fairly small still. So um, I think that they give really great support. I'm always looking for that support because if I don't get a hand holding setting certain things up, then I kind of freak. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, call loop was a good one. And then what was another one? Well, I still, you know what I still miss? And you talked about MailChimp. The thing I really wish Infusionsoft had was the RSS, like blog post RSS kind of thing that MailChimp has. Yes. I didn't use that very much. I don't use that. I don't use the RSS feeds. Honestly, I probably would just use it for um, just to kind of be able to send some additional mail during the week that wasn't didn't require me to write it (laughs) Uh, like uh, or even a monthly art like here's what here's what was on the podcast or here's whatever so I'm always looking for things that I don't have to do (laughs) yeah that's good (laughs) 
But um, yeah, I mean, there there are, you know, like with every system, there are definitely things that it lacks, but I just wanted everything under the same roof. Mm-hmm. I wanted to I try the same boat. You know? Yeah, because it started to add up like, okay, you got to have this plug in for your shopping cart and you got to have that like too much, mm-hmm. too much. Yeah. Sure. The other thing, I always forget, like Infusionsoft's customer service is pretty good. So yeah. I have someone on my team who knows Infusionsoft pretty well, so I lean on her a lot. Um, but at the times I used to call, maybe. they're awesome. I know who she is maybe because she might be helping me soon <laughs> with just a standalone kind of project. Is it? She was on your uh, freshly implemented Hangout, I think. Yes, on Hangout. She's in the plan fund. She's awesome. That's how I saw her. I was like writing her name down. I was emailing her that day. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, she's good. She's really good. You know, and that's um, easy to work with. I love working, like easy. Back to that, it's not that deep at the beginning of the conversation. Like, let's make everything easy. And she makes it easy. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. um, And we're talking about her and we're saying she because we don't. Want anybody else to know? No, I, I, I will happily share her information later. But like, I, I haven't even started working with her yet. Um, so, but I just like that she, she's the one who actually got me re excited about Infusionsoft and oh. about what it can do and about um, funnels and things like that. Yeah, I for the first time last week, I'm like, I had this big idea. We can do blah, 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 and then we can follow up like this. But if they say this, we're going to follow up this way instead. I'm like, we can do that, right? <laughs> she looked yeah. at me like, yeah, uh-huh, we can. <laughs> but I don't know if I want to. It was sort of the face. She didn't say that. But I'm like, okay, good, we can. <laughs> we can do it. It is possible. Yeah. It's really cute. Yeah. It's, it's great when you have people too. I mean, and I have to say that anybody, I, I get a lot of questions about, you know, people thinking that they need to somehow go pro and up upgrade to upgrade, like it's an upgrade necessarily, but it's not necessarily an upgrade if you don't need it. It's not, it's like, I think my mom said this, it's not a bargain unless you need it. Um, you know, that's really great that there's all, there's that huge pack of potato chips for a dollar, <laughs> but you don't really need that. So, um, but <laughs> I'm so that- geek. And on that note, my husband, this is totally tangential, but my husband has a signed Mickey Mantle picture or he's got, you know, this, oh, I've got a stamp collection from when I was a kid. I'm like, we need to sell this stuff. Let's get rid of it. We don't use it. We don't look at it. It's, it's in a box. He's like, no, that's worth money. I'm like, it's not worth money unless we get rid of it. And yeah. get the money. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So anyways, my, my point was that people definitely think that they need to to like somehow sign up for Infusionsoft and then all of a sudden they have a real business or something. But I mean, uh, Jonathan Fields, he's only testing Infusionsoft and he's keeping his AWeber alive and strong. And I know a lot of other people who have, who are making a lot in their business and are sticking with AWeber or MailChimp or something a lot less expensive. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I personally am all about like, keep it simple, check out, you know, as systems, we're always looking at, um, or I see a, oftentimes in the entrepreneurial community, you know, what's the tool? What should I use for this? What should I use for that? And sometimes, you know, I take it back to a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many times. And even in big companies, right? You've got this awesome financial system and let's export that to a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, when I was when I was managing um, 
Well, they weren't launches, but they were projects that would end in, let's say, a game launch or a video, a film launch or something like that. I was, I would, you know, we would start with some custom solution that someone had created. And I was using Excel by the end with, here's the shot, here's what still needs to get done, here's the date it's due. (laughs) It was like just a list in Excel. Um, And I completely forgot about your Hollywood background. (laughs) My Hollywood background, yes. I miss it too sometimes. And um, my husband, he is, he works on Halo. Uh, I always talk about that because I'm very proud of what he does. And he's an animator, but he also knows I'm a complete kind of, I'm still a geek about that planning stuff and what happens and how um, production happens. Yeah. In games and in, you know, in media of all sorts. So he'll bring home, he's like, I can't print this out because there's like, you know, the privacy policy here at Microsoft. He's like, but check this out. This is what, this is how we're sprinting for the next two weeks. And here's, here's, I'm like, oh my God, I love that layout. Oh my God. Oh my God. Ah, head's exploding. (laughs) The game, just the plan. Yeah. No, not even the game. He's like showing me like, you know, they have like these two week sprints, but they, what I always tell him, okay, so first of all, sprinting, I think, is part of this agile project management, scrum project management. You can look up those kind of terms. Yeah. And it's just um, the thing that they do is they, they call them sprints. But I'm like, well, so you have sprint after sprint after sprint where you focus on like a chunk of work. What You can't – but in reality, as a human being, you can't just sprint indefinitely so where's your rest build in the rest (laughs) i'm like trying to manage the project (laughs) (laughs) i love it so does he ever rest when does he rest oh well he rests because his he works a lot faster than other people he's more focused he's extremely disciplined so he ends up helping other people that's his rest oh yeah who can't really seem to focus and get their stuff done so that is that. Yeah, I, I am I am all up in planning and I still think about uh, working on films and things like that because, you know, it reminds me and I'm sure you know this from all of the stuff that you're doing in the launches. It is films aren't made by one person, even if it starts with that vision of the one person. It's a it's a collaboration. So I'm always looking for ways to make sure that I'm collaborating um, with the it's- right people and. You know. It's so much more fun that way. Yeah, I mean, and I've even, I've even really, I don't know about you, but I think I, I would say probably yes uh, before I even tell you. But um, I even now look at my team. I really do extend that to the people who are in the community, and um, now are involving them in some stuff that I'm doing, um, that I'm developing because they're, they're the people that came to you in the first place. So, you know, make them part of your team. A hundred percent agree with you. So let them do some of the work. (laughs) And I think that it goes beyond a survey too. Yeah. It's more than just for sure. Not the survey. And all right, now here's what I'm going to sell and market. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a survey. It's, you know, Hey, you want to be involved in this and this is what we're doing. You know, this just, you know, vet them just like you would any other team member and go from there. so. So are you talking about when you say that, are you talking about like bringing them on, like, pulling people out of your community and then bringing them onto your team in paid roles or engaging them just as a community member? Um, actually, it's not, they're not paid members of the team, but they are, they're basically being brought in as mentors 
as mm-hmm. like the inner circle. They're going to have more of a uh, a leadership role in the community. Yeah. And but honestly, it the the only times that I like right now. I, did I actually send you an e- did I send you an invite to my little off Facebook community thing that I'm No. I thought that I did. No. It's on Mighty Bell. Have you heard of Mighty Bell? They're I... really they're a really cool community building tool. Yes. And Mighty Bell. Yeah. So I invited some of the people who are alum for Fearless Launchers, they already knew that they were going to be. And I told them, I kind of told them in advance that, you know, in order for them to be kind of part of this on a bigger level, that I wanted to see them active during the Fearless Launching fall session. And that started as a core group number of people. We had like a little call before the actual class started. And then, you know, you see who's active and you see who's not and who's really ready to like jump in and has ideas and stuff like that. And it ended up a a much smaller group, but um, now they are in there just, you know, we're just, we're just creating it together, this community so that eventually we can invite the others in. So cool. So, yeah, I mean, I, my dream is, yeah, of course I would love to be able to pay or somehow, you know, Somehow, if nothing, they're in a position where they're going to be able to get clients. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I asked because my wheels were turning and I was wondering, like, oh, I wonder which way she's doing it. But I always wonder when I see people who are mentoring in programs or, you know, they're guesting in someone's mastermind, like, what's the deal there? And I've done a combination of things myself, paid and unpaid, um, when I'm working with people and, and, and pulling people out. Um, but there's also, I love what you're talking about too, just getting that feedback and building something together before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like the, uh, there are perks to being the early adopter. Yeah. And clients. Yeah. No, I was just going to say like, that's, that's interesting. Like, so I don't know how to like, I don't even know what kind of compensation that would be like if I said, Hey, you know, I, I do see certain people who have kind of like their own little mini certification. Like now you're a blank, blank, blank coach and you you can be a mentor in the group. I think that if you're an official mentor, I think they are paid. They could be paid like, um, I, but I don't know for sure. I don't know if Tara Gentili is paying those coaches. I have no idea. I haven't asked her. She might be. I heard some rumors, but I don't know directly. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I actually may have her back on the show. So I want to ask her about that because I know that she had a really, really um, audacious goal to, to grow her 10,000 feet program. So in order to do that, she needs coaches working with the, her peeps. Yeah, totally. Because as one person, you can only go so far. Mm-hmm. And that's one way to scale. Yeah. But, and I know that like, you know, I mean, as I'm sure you know, it's, it's hard to keep people engaged at the level you need them to if they're just going to be freebies. It's easy to like just forget about it and not do it. Like, oh, I'm a freebie, so I'm not, I, can't, I can't afford any time this week. I have to spend time, you know. On my own, yeah. We're on my own thing. <laughs> I need to be spending time making money. Yeah, as a CEO. Yeah, you got to do that. got to keep it around. It's true. Um, and, you know, I, and when I bring people in and it's an unpaid role, my expectations are different. Like, I would expect them to, oh, you got busy? Of course, please. Like, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a totally fine. Forget about it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting. I mean, 
in in an ideal world, I would love to have a core group of people who are the main coaches inside Fearless Launching, and I actually can pay them all Mm -hmm. something to be there and they have they have you know at least some sort of bigger reason like it it it, um it translates into some sort of revenue for them because I know that that's what matters I mean uh I am involved in like things here and this is something this is totally something random I wasn't thinking I was going to chat with you about but um but here in Seattle, there's a big tech startup community, and I'm involved in a few different things that are free on the surface. I'm not getting paid to be involved in them or be an organizer for it, but is and and as of yet, so this one year, one of the things, I still haven't figured out how to turn it into, you know, that thing that's going to at least lead to potential revenue. So I'm just doing it, and my husband gets annoyed. You know, that I'm going off to these meetings, like, they're they're not short meetings either. They're like three-hour-long masterminds. You're listening to people pitch ideas and things like that, and you're giving feedback, and it's a pretty, it's a pretty intense night. But as you know, with children, yeah, you know, you've got, you've got to find someone to watch the kid, get out the door on time, and all this stuff. And um, so I can imagine being a mentor in a group, there has to be some sort of monetary exchange at some point. You know, at some point, you're right. But even thinking about your story, like I'm working with a mentor of mine, someone I weaseled into mentoring me. (laughs) (laughs) I need to weasel a mentor as well. So out of this relationship, he came up with a brilliant idea about a business he wants to start. Like he said, I had some bad ideas and they helped him come up with some good ideas. So yeah, that'll happen. (laughs) But now I'm helping him with that. And I've been, I've been to two in-person meetings. I went to New York for a two-day trip. I went to Nashville for a two-day trip and to help and collaborate and continue. And I, there's no pay yet, nothing, no exchange of, of money, but I'm learning. Even if we decided like, okay, three weeks from now, like, okay, we don't need Amber on the project anymore. I have learned so much. So there are different ways of of value. There's different currency here. Yeah. And, um, you know, actually, as you were saying this, there's another, there's a guy that I know here and he's one of the other organizers in this group. And he and I just, he and I recently, maybe like a couple months ago, actually talked about this whole intellectual currency instead of just, it's not actually money (laughs) in your pocket just yet, but he is a serial uh, startup person. He is goes from he he has been involved in multiple startups where and I and I asked him because I didn't kind of get it. I'm like, are these jobs? Are you getting paid? And and so I finally just asked him that he's like, well, I don't get paid unless the startup gets funded. So and I'm like, oh my God, he's being brought on as a CEO and he's doing all this work. He's doing he's traveling, he's doing meetings, he's you know, he's managing like this team no money. And it's, and it's likely that this one thing isn't going to turn into that. And and that's heartbreaking to me. So anyways, I'm so sorry. No, I'm so sorry. Okay. That's terrible. And I knew at the beginning of the call, everything is synced up now with I, the new operating system. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. That was on your phone. Oh my God. I mean, that was on your, I know exactly where that was because I had to turn those things off. It was, do it. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, gosh, how did I turn off the phone? I have to figure Oh, my phone's off. That was like the iMessage on my computer. Oh, you just go, you just click on the iMessage and then you do preferences and then you can click, you can uncheck some boxes that have your cell phone number. 
Thank you. Dude, Anna. that was driving me. That was happening to me. Jeez. And then, of course, it's my husband. He's got news. So he calls twice. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, answer the phone, girl. so so anyway so I actually love though being involved in those types of things it sounds like you're in if you're enjoying the process if you're enjoying learning then love it love it and and it probably will turn into something paid at some point um in a a formal agreement around that but no I I wouldn't have changed it for a second I mean it's been about a year now that is cool. That's cool, though. It's important. I think it's important to have those things going, those on the side kind of. I, I agree with you. And that, you know, conversations with people on the fly, like, oh, how can I work with you around this? You know, you make an offer. No, no, no. Let's just talk. Like sometimes, I don't know, there's magic in the in breaking down the boundaries a little and bit. And just the like the being curious. Yes. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Um, I was going to ask you something. It just flew out of my head, though. My gosh. Oh my goodness. So let me ask you then about just, just give me, give me some rundown about 2015. Are you still, is freshly implemented still and rolling? It is. Okay. Cause I, I'm, I'm like thinking, and this is going to go, how long much, or do you basically just kind of keep it open? No, no, no. When do you close it? Or when do you? Well, we might fill up. We have 12 seats left as of today, the day we're talking. And we have, um, we'll either close, you know, when those 12 seats are full or January 15th. Because January 15th, I'm going to be in it and we are engaging and off and running. Got it. And I'm so excited about it. So you got to tell us then about it. Like, what is it? How long of the program is it? What and what is it really a program or is it? More than that. Good question. It's not (laughs) like an education content program. It's more of a get in action. And honestly, Anne, I don't, people ask, you know, are you a coach? I'm like, I I don't really look at myself as a coach. I employ coaching tactics sometimes when they're needed to move um, us forward in our businesses. But I come from a consulting background and I see myself more of a consultant. So it's really about getting in action. And actually someone asked, like, what if what's the core of this program? Like, what's at the core of it all? Like, you know, at some programs, you've got a, a content that you're moving through together. What's at the core of this program is you and your business and us getting in action in your business. And everything is really about, you know, a baby step forward or, or big steps forward in some instances. But it's about taking the steps forward that we need to, to put everything we've learned and everything we want to do into action and make it happen. Oh. That's awesome. (laughs) Give me some of that. (laughs) It's so fun. And I am surprised. Like what people do. Oh, my Lord. This is something karmically is happening. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We have a soundtrack. (laughs) The, oh, what were we saying? Shoot. I got majorly distracted. Um, Backing up. Let's see. We were talking about freshly implemented. Oh, I am amazed when we move through it. I'm like, is this really happening? They're really doing that. Yeah, they are. Like I, people, some of my favorite stories are like people started their businesses and completely gone from like zero to 60 with even no website. So Mm -hmm. we have these models in place and these ideas of how business sort of has to go. And uh, we just shake it up a little bit. We just get in action and things start to happen and we surprise ourselves sometimes. 
Oh, that's awesome. So do you get, basically, do you have, or is the program, like, how does it get delivered to people? Is it like by calls? Are there one-on-one calls? Or is it group calls? Do you have like a... Yeah, it's a combination. So we have something called speed masterminding, where we hop on in small groups and we speed mastermind. There's a whole structure and a formula to it, but it really revolves around Parkinson's law that as much time as you have to take to get something done and give yourself is as much time as it will take. So you know, we structure things and there is some content that it's related to people who are, are playing a CEO role. Um, so it's leadership oriented and the group calls. There's some accountability stuff that's happening. There's a Facebook group that I very much show up in on a regular basis. And then there's something we call back pocket TLC, um, which is me like one-on-one on the fly. Like people get my cell phone, my phone, like, cause I think business happens real time. Mm-hmm. So if stuff's hitting the fan, like I want to be there for you versus, you know, Oh, let's wait until that group call on Thursday, just oh because that's God. not what this is about. And then the fun part is the nice swag. So we do something called a fresh score. So it's, it's again about you and your business. So what's your fresh score in your business? How much are you getting done? Are you making it happen? And if you even just play and give us your score, you don't even have to be doing all that well, but you just have to show up. Um, you get swag every month. So we send out fun, fun stuff by mail too. Yeah. You know, one thing I noticed about your, the sales page, I was like, I love the language. It all kind of always ties back to to you and what you do. And so every time I see it, I'm like, oh, that's cute. Like little, I don't, they're not puns, but you know what I mean? I know. I wish I could do puns. <laughs> but they're like little fresh, nice. I love those. I'm like, yay. Um, so, so, of course, I'm the only nerd who enjoys reading sales pages like that. I'm like, oh, I see what they did. That's really cute. Um <laughs> So, so, okay. So that's awesome. So you then are the primary consultant, but it's really more, but it sounds like you have like, there's a mastermind element to it, which is great. Um, and do you ever, do you have anybody on your team doing like, and maybe, maybe not, and maybe I don't even want to open up this can, but, um, doing implementation or anything like that for people? We do not. It's funny that you asked that because people have brought that up and it is still on my website. I'm going through a little revamp because it was one of my goals to do full-on implementation for people. Like I talked to you about your strategy. We're creating these plans. I can go to that place. And, And to some extent, we do sort of manage some of the pieces of implementation that come up in Freshly Implemented because we are there, we are moving through it together. Um, but no, we don't have a very specific implementation arm. Um, but I'm referring out. Like, I'm finding amazing people. I'm like, why? Why am I going to compete? Yeah. <laughs> so. Honestly, I I struggle with that for a while, but then I'm like, I do not want to implement <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to manage a team of implementers. In fact, I don't want to really manage. I just want someone else to manage and report back to me and tell me what's going on. Exactly. And we can set up structures for all of that. It's actually implemented, but yeah, dear. And we'll find the people who can, and that's one of the things, um, there's a a stat out there, which you might've heard me say before, but nine out of 10 self-made millionaires and billionaires, if they come across something they don't want to do, or they don't think they can do very well, 
they'll find someone that can do it better than them. And this mm-hmm. research is from a book called Business Brilliant. However, the people with a middle in the middle class will do as much as they can for as long as they can. They like stay in this DIY space, which I want, I try to help people move beyond that. And of course there are budget considerations. So we have to think about that and be realistic as well. Um, but yeah, if we can like, let's just give it to the people who can do it better, better, mm-hmm. better. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I'm going to, I'm going to put that in the show notes as well as just a link over to the, the information page, just so people can find out more about it, see if it's right for them right now or not. Um, and I love, I love that because I, I have the clone clone yourself DIY program. And I actually wish now that I had gone through it live because I feel like I would have been implementing more. Um, now I just go back to it to, I grab, you know, some of the templates for process, setting up processes and things like that. That really helped me this fall when I, um, lost my main person. Um, I had her setting those up the whole time. So when she actually left, I was like, I'm okay. That feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> it feels great. It feels great. Okay, so one one more question for you before I let you go and let your husband finally reach you. Um, so what I want to know is, okay, so going into 2015, and maybe this is one of those weird questions where you're like, I have no idea. Um, what what do you what would you tell someone who hasn't actually even begun planning that or even thinking about 20, 2015 right now or the new year in general? Do you think that they should get out their planning gears and just try to map out the whole year? What is your what would you tell them if they're like, I have no idea what I'm going to do? Definitely do not map out the whole year. High level, maybe put some high level milestones on for throughout the year, but I focus on the first 90 days, focus on the next 90 days. Because what happens when we focus on a shorter amount of time, right? And everybody knows the old, you set a new year's resolution and you get to July and you're like, oh, I guess maybe I should start actually going to the gym, (laughs) whatever it might be. (laughs) So definitely focus on a shorter period of time because Things will change. You will come up with new ideas. We are very good as entrepreneurs of creating new ideas. So I like to take those things that are just very natural and innate and use them as strengths. And even, you know, as small businesses, we are more nimble. So let's keep that as a strength and focus on 90 days at a time. But before you dive into a 90-day plan, I would also make sure you've got your vision, like big, big picture. What are we creating here in your business? And what's your goal for this year? So, and with the goal, I would include um, a financial target and that financial target, maybe just make any money or some sort of a metric. If it's not a financial target, you know, is your goal just to build your list this year? And um, there are some companies who don't even market or sell anything until they get to a certain list size, right? So the goals are different, but have like a, a numeric goal that you're working towards, state what you're going to do to achieve that goal and how it's going to happen. And actually, we can leave those as the two components. What's your financial goal or your your numeric goal? And what are you going to do to achieve that goal? And then make sure your 90-day plan covers off on that. And then all those ideas and those things that you're coming up with that need to happen at some point in the future, put them in a parking lot so you can stay focused and you can keep on driving and, and we can get to the destination faster that way. 
Awesome. Yeah, I love that. I'm I'm a huge like I like to kind of map out the whole year, but when it gets down to like past 90 days, they're really just like what you said. They're like high-level milestones, kind of big focuses for the month, but they're not like at like any kind of granular, you know, line by line item for that month. Um exactly. And yeah, you're spot on. You've got this. I know you get your plan on. Hello, you in action? <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And I'm going to also, I just realized, I'm going to also share the link. I've been sharing it with people, so hopefully it's still available. Um, the Fresh Start. Oh, yeah, the Fresh Start workbook. Totally. And I love it. I'm going through it. And, oh, my God, by mistake, I had it printed last year's version. I'm like, I feel, like, weird that it had 2014 all over it. So I'm like, okay, fine, just reprint the 2015 one because I had it last year, too. And so I – but anyways, this – I'm, like, I am marking that thing up like crazy, and it was so helpful. So I kind of knew you were going to say 90 days. I'll admit that, but I wanted you to say it anyways. <laughs> I, I appreciate the leading. I set you up. Boom. <laughs> and the other thing, if anybody wants to get in on the 2015 planathon, it goes through that vision goal and the 90-day plan in more detail. So that'll be up and available all year as well. Oh, and awesome. Anne, I think I'm going to load the 2014 videos because if people want to go back, especially to your 2014 Planathon video on launching, I want to make sure that's available because it was so good. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome that you can. Yeah, that will be great. Um, but I will. Should I? What should I do? Should I put like links to both or just one or totally it, whatever you want? We can put them all. Okay. When people choose choice. Okay. Choice. Awesome. Awesome, Amber. I want to chat more with you, uh, of course, but it's been an hour, and I think that your husband is probably like, why isn't she answering me? Um, so Curious. It might be, I mean, he knows if I don't answer the first time, stop calling. So it must be like something really juicy. It must be. So I'll let you guys know. <laughs> okay. Um, but Amber, definitely let's let's chat uh, when after the new year hits, since that's next week. Um, and I'm going to share everything, everything that I can possibly share about you. I'm already doing that because I, I love what you're doing and I'm excited where you're going in 2015. Thank you. You too. And I look forward to chatting again. I just adore you. Man, Amber is so fun to talk to you. And would you believe we've actually never spoken on the phone, on Skype, on Hangout, whatever. It's always been via email. But we are cut from the same cloth, Amber and I. In fact, we knew each other and were in a coaching program with Marie Forleo way back in the day, along with some other pretty cool chicks like Hilary Rubin, Natalie Lussier, and many more. So, uh, you know, it, it, it obviously makes sense that we get along so well. If you'd like to learn about any of the th items or books or things we mentioned during our chat today, head over to the show notes at ansamoylove.com forward slash show and just go grab those if you're not already listening on the blog. And really want to thank you for listening. I think this is kind of marks my one year anniversary podcasting. So I'm pretty excited here. Love all the support that you've given me over the past year. And I'm really stoked. Did I just say stoked for this year? So again, happy 2015, everyone. And I'll see you next week.